0: I'm Marianne Kolbisuk McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Joy Pritz, Chief Privacy Officer at the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT. Joy will be discussing some of the top privacy and security challenges of the healthcare sector and some of ONC's priorities this year. Hi, Joy. Hi, Marianne. How are you today? Good. Now, to start, what are ONC's health, data privacy, and security priorities for this year? What ONC privacy and security initiatives should we watch for? We've been
1: working uh, a lot. In the last few months with the uh, White House on Cybersecurity Framework Initiative. So uh, for those who aren't familiar with that, about a year ago, the White House issued an executive order dealing with cybersecurity and critical infrastructure. Part of that uh, critical infrastructure, of course, includes health and uh, public health. So there have been a lot of efforts to, made to uh, include health care in this effort so that we uh, recognize the risks that we are facing and can take some proactive steps against them. So, That's not an area we've really focused on so much in the past. We recognize from a lot of the breach notification that to date, most of the uh, breaches that have been reported have been more mundane things, such as losing the laptops, theft, things of that nature. But we do see that the future may be in uh, cyber hacking and things of that nature. It's almost bound to increase as we are uh, moving forward. So we're trying to take a proactive step on that and bring the health care sector up to date as they implement, if not before they implement.
0: Now, it's been five years since the High Tech Act was signed into law. What do you think are the nation's biggest achievements since then when it comes to health data, privacy, and security, and what are the disappointments?
1: There are a number of really major achievements since the Tech Act was passed. I would say one of the key elements from a privacy perspective is a patient's access to their own health information and how that was clarified that the patient has the right to get an electronic access if, if it's uh, a reasonable thing to ask for. From more from the confidentiality perspective, probably the biggest impact that law has had, we'll only begin to start seeing the effects of within the next year or so, and that is broadening the protections of the information to those who are business associates. It's a really important development given where we're all going with health information technology and health information exchange and the new modes of sharing this information. Any disappointments? It's still a little disappointing to know how little industry sometimes knows about the rule and the law and how much work there is to be done in order to bring everybody up to speed.
0: Now, with so many healthcare organizations and doctors' offices using electronic health record systems more so today than five years ago, what are the biggest challenges they're having in keeping patient data private and secure, do you think?
1: I think the mobile devices continue to be a, a major concern among all healthcare providers. They're not really set up for how they manage those devices, and they're cool, they're fun, and they're also can be not very secure depending on how you set them up. So I think that is an area that is really
0: challenging for many. Overall, how would you rate the state of information security in healthcare? with covered entities and the BAs in 2014, what are they doing right, what are they doing wrong?
1: I think that the, one of the trends that we've seen is that many of these organizations are now really recognizing how important security is. That is a wonderful trend because it's now on the radar screen as something that really needs to be paid attention to. I think it's difficult for many uh, because they are busy doing all sorts of other things with IT and keeping this as a priority as you move along is a difficult thing to do. But necessary.
0: Now, medical data is increasingly becoming a target for cyber criminals, for medical ID theft, and other kinds of health care fraud. What sorts of efforts are underway or planned at ONC or HHS in general to address health care fraud or medical ID theft, especially that involving EHRs?
1: One of the reasons why security is being built into some of the certification standards for EHRs is to try to mitigate against some of these risks. We also have been working very much over the last couple years on authentication issues and trying to move the industry to a two-factor authentication, which would help Better secure information. Another, Yet another area that we're trying to get people to focus on is what we call privacy by design. So that when, as people are building their systems, that they're not storing your social security number, your name, and your date of birth, all of that information in one place that makes it very
0: accessible and very tempting for people to steal it for fraud purposes. Last year, among the many issues tackled by the HIT Policy Committee's Privacy and Security Tiger team was recommendations for ONC to conduct pilots to test whether EHR technology can support implementing proposals for accounting of disclosures, as well as the creation of access reports that would be useful to patients. What's the status on pilots? Will there be any launched in 2014? And what do you envision for pilots? We did receive those
1: recommendations in from the uh, policy committee. As you know, all federal advisory committee uh, recommendations, they are that's all they are. They are recommendations. So we are examining whether pilots would be a great idea, a good idea. If so, what they would focus on. Uh, There's a lot of material in those hearings as to uh, some of the technology that was being described and where there might be issues. And another thing to factor into some of this is there is this thing called the budget cycle, and so a uh, federal budget is usually determined a year or so in advance. So, those are some of the things that we have to consider when we're looking at recommendations like this.
0: When do you think accounting of disclosures and access reports might come up again?
1: It, it is under consideration. It is something that I, I wouldn't say it'll come up again, it is being discussed, it's not been put on a back burner at all. So, it is something
0: that is, I would call it, in process. What would you say overall are the biggest emerging cybersecurity threats facing the healthcare sector? I know earlier you said hackers and cyber criminals and anything else that bothers you or keeps you up at night? There's a lot that keeps you up at night, Marianne. I do think that the mobile continues
1: to be an area of, of great concern for us uh, because it is just so convenient for people. And having the data availability is another issue that uh, is a great concern for us because as you move into more cloud-based services and things of that nature, people are assuming that it's more, more available to them and we've seen in a couple of instances where that hasn't quite been the case. So we, that's another area I think that people need to recognize that
0: there are pluses and minuses on all of these new directions that we're headed. Thanks, Joy. I've been speaking to Joy Pritz of ONC. I'm Marian Kolbesek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.